Hi guys, Chelsea here. Before we get into this episode of Time Out, I did want to let you know that this was recorded outside of a venue during a show. There's traffic, um, other background noise, so please excuse that and enjoy the episode. What's up guys? I'm Chelsea Hernandez, music editor at Swagger RS, and you're now tuned into my podcast, Time Out, where I have conversations with music-related subjects about their workings in music. Hey all, what's up? It's Chelsea Hernandez, and I'm here with Roy Rudo and I Hate You, Alex. Um, They just finished their set here in Atlanta. They're originally from Los Angeles, California. Mm -hmm. So... How did y'all meet? How did what made y'all want to collab with each other? Well, this I dude's mean, tight as fuck. That's why this guy's really fucking cool, <laughs> and uh, and he brings me an audience and gets me girls. No, I'm just oh shit, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> nah, honestly, uh, it all started with just you know him reaching out on Twitter. My videographer actually put me onto his music, and uh, from there we connected. I, I drove to Fullerton. Uh, where he was based out of so like the OC area and um, drove out we talked chopped it up smoked showed each other some music and then kept doing that until he invited me to do a performance with him because we got some songs in together and then uh, that was at Club uh, Bahia yes sir in Hollywood in Hollywood and when we did that show the crowd just loved us and that was our first time performing wow we had a whole crowd take a selfie with us and everybody was just active and it was really good and like I've never had chemistry with somebody like that on stage before so we just looked at each other afterwards and said bro we gotta keep doing this you know what I mean like we just we got it and he agreed so every show opportunity he was invited he invited me every show opportunity that I got I invited him and it makes it easier because we have music together so yeah and yeah that's, that's pretty much how that started and continue to keep rolling on you know Okay. All right. Nice. <laughs> really um, off the music, for real. That's cool. Um, and y'all work so well together. Like, y'all may have like chemistry and a friendship off stage, but like on stage, it's really evident. Yeah. And it's so cool. Like your energy is amazing. I loved both of you guys' set and your set together. Like how y'all hype each other up. It was it was so nice and so like wholesome. <laughs> I loved Thank it. That's yeah. it's a lot. It does. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, and your song, is it FAMO or... Is yeah, that yeah, damn, she said it right. Okay. Yeah. People was like, FAMO, I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> yeah, that was right. Okay, so in your song, FAMO, you mentioned that this rap stuff is like an accident. Can you oh, sort of like elaborate on that? I can make a movie about this shit. Um, okay. <laughs> I was... I think I was like 15, 14. I smoked weed and I found out I can rap. <laughs> Dude, accident, literally. I smoked okay. weed, I found out I can rap, and I remember my homeboys for every, first time ever, for every time we smoked after that, I was always doing something creative, whether it was beatboxing or something, and then eventually would be in like, I won't say a trap house setting, but it was like where I would pick up, where I would pick up my weed and get closer with my older friends, and I would rap with the local rapper. As a, again, accidental. Yeah. And eventually people were just like, dude, record yourself. And I was like, ah, you guys are tripping, man. I don't want to do that shit. I don't even like rap. And wow. yeah, I, I literally did not. My mom's a church choir teacher. You know, my parents yeah. are from Africa. Rap is like the devil. You know, yeah, literally. Don't do rap. And from there, it was just one of those things where I was like, if I'm impacting this many people, 
Yeah. You know, if I'm able to impact somebody I don't know to the level like they know me, I think I can take this to the world. Collaborate with people like Alex, Nick, and even co-creators like Anais, Malik, yeah. you know, Isaac, Isaac, all these yeah. people. And it was just, again, from an accident. Smoking weed, found out I can rap. I always used to wow. sing and okay. play like piano in the church choir. Yeah. But I, again, smoke weed, started partying, and I found a new motivation that eventually drove me to make music. Okay. Yeah. So, since you're from, like, an African background, you're from an African family, I know that, like, the African culture is really, like, heavy on education, pursuing an education and having, like, you know, like, being a doctor or, like, something <laughs> something along those lines. How did you overcome that? And how did you kind of, like, stand your ground and be like, I, I don't want to do that. I want to do rap. Um, it started when I was... When I was seeing that I wasn't, me and my family weren't able to do a lot of the things that we wanted to do when we first came to America. Mm-hmm. And it started driving me nuts coming out of high school. And I'm like, every year feels like a cycle. And then I was like, yo, you know, my mom's a great career. She's a chaplain. She's got a doctor slash reverend title on her name. My dad's a great technician and everything. That's cool. But I was just like, the family's just so stagnant. And if yeah. I don't step up to make it happen, no one will. You know, my brother was wanted to make music. He got his first iPod from Kent, from America with my mom. He was listening to music a lot. My pops once told him, that's not going to get you nowhere. And I heard it as a little kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm my brother's like, ride or die. And I took that and I just took that oomph and I took it to the next level. Yeah, I always wanted to do sports. And I was always in the school and everything, but I was in a, in, a, in a classroom setting. And I was like, my creativity is so confined right now. You know, I'm learning, but I'm not learning how I think I should be learning. No hands-on, no part of my... I'm not getting challenged. I'm not in front of people and connecting with people. I'm not... And I was like, dude, music is the way. Yeah. Okay. Simple. Wow. That that takes a lot of, like, courage and a lot of, like, strength to go against that. I know, like, that I'm not from that background, but I know people who are, and I know that is, like, those ties are so strong. Yeah, yeah, no, um, if, at first my parents weren't really supportive. I told my mom and dad when I was, like, 17, mom, I'm doing this. My dad took, was taking me to schools, like, my second and third week in college. What do you want to do with your life, Roy? And I was like, I want to make music, dog. And he got mad, and then he went to my first show. He seen me do it, he seen my friends, and he almost, he teared up. Yeah. And he was just like, dude, this is the coolest shit I ever seen. You got hundreds of people backing you up, wanting to hear what you want to say, and literally feels like they just have a piece of you and they hit a point where they're like yeah. you made it happen go ahead that's so and here great. we are i i i appreciate that i like i said i'm not from that background so i don't really like understand but i know just from like family friends and stuff like how hard that is and how scary it can be yeah so i i appreciate that and i respect you for that thank you it means a lot appreciate yeah that. um alex i wanted to ask you being from California and being Hispanic, like, what artists were integral to you, like, sonically, to you, like, turning to rapping? Yeah, um, 6 9 6 9 uh, you know, wow, okay. a little bit of, uh, <laughs> um, some influences in my career, I mean, just all in my life. Honestly, my biggest one was my pops, because okay. he's the one that even put me on to everything, first and foremost. Uh, I'm, I was listening to Daft Punk. I was listening to 
Coldplay. I was listening to John Legend, Lenny Kravitz, um, wow. of course, old Kanye West, um, Common, Black Star, um, Blue and Exile. I was listening to a lot of just this hip hop, South, you know, uh, uh, Midwest, you know, West Coast. Of course, Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know, Ice Cube, mm-hmm. you know, like that just came with it. But um, yeah, just I, I, the, the the artist that really stuck with me though was definitely the. The uh, Kanye West was the big one, was the, was a huge one, because producer, rapper, and yeah. he sampled a lot, and I love soul samples, yeah. and so Kanye was a big one. When I got into music, like, just on my own, my dad, you know, not showing me music, me kind of discovering on my own, yeah. Kendrick Lamar, Isaiah Rashad, Childish Gambino, mm. you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. of course, Drake. Drake is an influence, I feel like, on everybody. Drake! Yeah. <laughs> Like you could definitely learn from bro for every aspect, and like you know, just those artists really stuck with me. Uh, Lupe Fiasco was in, was a in the lyricist wow, category. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, a lot. I got a lot, and I kind of just when I started recording myself and producing my own music, it kind of just all formed itself, mm-hmm. and it made me. So. It's so interesting that you bring those artists up because all of those artists are are artists that I listen to, Thanks. and knowing like I can see that influence in your music and even in your like performance like your stage presence yes definitely so that's thank cool. you i appreciate that yeah <laughs> um i definitely try to learn and pick from the greats you know what I mean? yeah like, i'm an up-and-coming artist and you know i'm trying to achieve what i'm trying to achieve but i definitely feel like you know the people that inspire you you got to learn from them yeah what did they do to get there to that point you know what i mean that's what i try to do exactly i mean that's the best way to learn and grow right is looking at people that were before you that did it maybe better or that did it first yeah definitely definitely both i say better and first because i mean it just humbles you and on top of that it's not about you know you trying to be kanye west or you trying to be kendrick lamar you're gonna you gotta be you no matter what you've got to be you but the the mentality and the steps that these people did and took in 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 putting it in your career and applying it to your life that's the biggest thing and i feel yeah. like you know i have no ego when it comes to that yeah um so you released Corazon in 2019 wow and, but I she heard. knows that yeah that's just Wow. Corazon, my wow. goodness. Wow. I haven't heard oh, that name since about 2019. I did not expect anybody to bring that up, especially in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Really? <laughs> That's Straight up. Crazy. You know Corazon, so you you I, been following me for a minute? I love Teen Angels. It's like... Let's go! Let's go! Yo. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Yo, that is love. Thank that you. is, yeah, it's really. Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, when you listen to it from like start to finish, it's sort of like a story, like a journey. Yes. What were you going through at that time when you like made that album? And you made those songs. Like, if you feel comfortable with oh, no, like that, elaborating, I, I love it. Look, it was about first. It was about establishing myself and allowing whoever wanted to play my music you know get to know me that was my first ever like official like professional project from me you know what i mean and like that's my introduction to the world as an artist you know what i'm saying so like i just i wanted to speak on my ex relationship you know relationship i had with my ex at the time yeah and then uh you know everything that fueled me to become who i was you know what i mean like the lifestyle growing up uh you know latino Wearing Cortez's rocking basic shit, not really worried about so much of the materialistic things. Yeah. Just my upbringing, you know what I mean? And then my family, you know what I mean? My grandmother, my abuela, my dad, 
like big influences and big inspirations to my life. You know, my my best friend, who's a, who's a pops, who's a father. He don't even do music, but the fact that he raises his son and, and really raises him well, that's inspiration as well. So talking about that, that's what inspired that project. You know what I mean? Like, and just I felt like saying that and speaking on that is the best way to introduce myself to anybody. And at the end yeah. of the day, whether you hear it or not, I give you my best shot. Yeah, it's a really, really, really good project. It's so well Thank put you. together, and the song, like, it's great. I, <laughs> I am a fan of it. I'm very like surprised that you brought up what I saw. Really? I haven't talked about it in. I mean, it's been a while, and I've dropped you know other stuff, but it's always yeah. good to just hear that because it's like, you know, I guess people following like every step of the way type deal. It's always dope. Yeah. It's always dope. So. Yeah. No, it was really good. Um. Roy, good. I wanted to ask you about your album, 1701. Fantastic. What, like, what inspired that? And what does that, it, so I know the album art is, like, the street sign. Is that the street you grew up, like, what? Oh, yeah, um, so, when I first moved to America, one of the first places I stayed was Pomona. And there was just, a bunch of shit happened, and everywhere we were moving to just didn't stick. And for some reason, the one place that my mom and my dad were neglecting was yeah. Fullerton, Orange County. They were just like, we're never moving there. But then the universe happened and we happened to move there. I always loved the place. And we got the spot. It's um, that's, that's the address for the first place in America that I can call home. Where okay. I, was, I was raised and it molded who I am, where I found rap, found friends. Went through every milestone of who I am from a preteen to teenager to an adult that I am right now and yeah I was just on the way to the beach with the homies one day and I saw this sign and I was like this place is just home I can make three different albums about this place wow. and in 2000 and was it 18 or 19 Stan 18 is in 2018 my cousin here, Stanley. Shout out Stan the man. Stan the, the motherfucking, motherfucking man. <laughs> Kitale, what's up? <laughs> um, he came through and he was just seeing my musical journey and everything. And I was recording a lot of stuff that eventually ended up sounding like a project. And I was falling in love with who I was more and more. And um, 1701 happened. And I just basically wanted to tell the story of where I am. Why I am where I am and how where I am made me who I am. I know okay. that sounds like a lot of I am's, but I think no. you're catching up. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because like everybody goes through those like questions, whether it be maybe it's like formatted a bit differently in everybody's head, but yeah. like everybody goes through that like evolution and that like point where they ask themselves, who am I? Like, what am I? What do I like? What am I here for? What am I like, doing right now? Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, it was a point where. We were stuck at my, not even stuck, we were blessed enough to be at my friend's house for like two, three days straight. One of my older friends had the equipment and he's like, honestly, bro, I don't want to make music, but the computer and everything is up to you. I was like, all right, bro, like you literally, so you know, eight hours straight, I was recording back to back three songs. The second, third and fourth song I recorded at his house, fell asleep, woke up the next morning and the project just crystallized. And I called my brother and I was like, bro, check this out. My brother was like, dude, this shit sounds hard drop it and just see what people are gonna do because yeah. he heard so much of me and i heard so much of me that i couldn't steer away from that sound and I, I, I even today when i listen to that project it might not be the greatest mixing and all but it still sounds like me you know yeah it's authentic yeah. fuck the technicalities it's authentic yeah and That's i eventually gotta start from now. you know That's what i mean it's gotta grow 
If you ain't authentic and if you ain't true to yourself, mm-hmm. don't expect to even get farther than that. Amen. Yeah. Fuck the technique. If you can, my pops, when I learned, when I started producing and shit, like, he started me off with the free version of the program I was going to end up making beats for the rest of my life on. Mm-hmm. And I would get mad and be like, well, why don't I have the whole fucking shit? Can I get the fucking full version? And he said, nah. Because if you learn how to make something dope with eight tracks, with the, with the free version, then you can only be great when you get the full version. The full version. And even though it was talking about beats, it's low-key like high-key applied everywhere. Yeah. If you can't make something dope with what you got right now, then you might not ever make something dope after that again. That's so true. So you gotta, no matter what it is, that's why the excuse, even like I play ball coming up, you know, varsity as a fucking freshman, yep. JV, like, Everybody always complain about Oh I'm playing for Highland So I'm never gonna get those college looks Yeah But it No that's false Yeah I don't care yeah. if you're playing for Palmdale, Fairfax uh, Hart Wherever the Continuation fuck Continuation school you still If you're ball. that dope If yeah. you're that dope You will get picked up and recognized Anywhere at any time Yeah and your lyricism Not the production necessarily But your lyricism is what draws people in 100% So if you have If your lyrics resonate with people if you are talking about things that like other people are going through or other people can relate to yeah that's going to resonate with them and that's going to make them want to listen to you regardless of the production regardless of like how good it's mixed and mastered like how many times we put something out and we're like i could have done better with this i could have done better with that exactly but at the end of the day it doesn't matter because that person who enjoyed that from you will always love that exactly um like alex said about sports I played football in high school, um, got out, and picked up martial arts. And that's one thing they kept preaching. If you can't throw that one punch correctly 10,000 times, why the fuck are you practicing the right hand? You know, you don't you don't have your left hand right, so why would you try your right hand, you know? And it, I, I just kind of applied that to music. And I just kind of applied that to music, and eventually... 1701 happened in a way that's like encapsulating who I am and where I am and why where I am made me who I am. It's basically yeah. about an African kid finally finding himself and embracing that where he's at and who he is is who he's always going to be and people are always going to appreciate him for that. Mm. This okay. is always going to mold you, you know? Yeah. So that like, all right, so your song Next Page has a line in it where it's like, and I, I wrote it down so I don't like get it wrong. Yeah. It's let's get rich, I suppose, but freedom's the but freedom's the final goal. Yep. So like is that in relation to you like being in she's a- getting the lyrics, <laughs> man? Oh my goodness. <laughs> good. She's fucking You're no, you're a great interviewer. I just want to oh, let you know. Oh man, that. keep that on the pod. Yeah. Oh god. For real. Thank you. We need a whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like, is that like, does that go hand in hand with you being like African and looking for that freedom from like that construct, that like expectation, or is that related to something else? Yeah, no, it has a lot to do with that. Um, my brother Malik is also an African brother, but we had this conversation like two, three weeks ago, and he like we hear it a lot even in his song uh, and something in Rolla, where he's like in the intro actually, uh. when you worried about the money, you're never gonna make any money. And it's true. You're literally not gonna make any money. But if you're so, if your goal to the what you're looking for, the end goal, end game of life is bigger than just money. This 
physical construct like freedom you can't ever really crystallize freedom but if yeah. you're gonna focus on freedom everything like money and people and connections and me being in Atlanta not worrying about where I am in Atlanta is always gonna take us further than I'm the richest man around you like yeah let's get rich I guess the mu the music comes with money but it's freedom really man I guess I gotta say it. I ain't even gonna lie to you son my bank account just hit zero 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 to fucking night. Say it like it is. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, I have never been happier. Thank you. And that's what matters. It's, it's look, it's not it's what beautiful. you have. It's it is so like freeing and so I'm like my pants right now as I'm like just <laughs> doing this interview. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, but it's so <laughs> freeing to just be to just be and to just be happy yeah. and not like worry about any like that is a freedom that not a lot of people have yeah. it is so like it is just such a like i can't even describe in words like how that feeling is like yeah. if you if you've experienced it no, you, know. you know yeah yeah so like i'm sure that's how you feel right now like i'm sure you never thought you would be in atlanta doing a show i am i am about four or five hours away from home and i never felt safer and like I said yeah. more happier wow. and more, ha I'm more happy with the people I'm with mm -hmm. ever in my life yeah. you know what I mean like dead ass I'm not lying my bank account hit zero dollars tonight feeling is mutual man I'm like but I, I'm having a great fucking time my people are here I feel safe I feel secure yeah. I feel blessed because yeah. it ain't about the money yeah. Yeah. I could die tomorrow and that zero dollars don't matter it's not yeah. it never, it never, it never existed yeah. it's yeah. not so it's like why am I going to worry about it yeah. Why am I gonna let that influence the music? And if you're only doing like music for the money, you're not gonna have longevity anyway. I, oh. I remember. I remember. You know, you're a saint. You're a saint for saying it because yeah, I worked. Right so in 2017, yeah. I produced and worked with Diamond Lane, which has problems label. I'm not sure if you heard of problem before. Like what? Probably. Probably. Oh, YG. YG. Problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, uh, Bad oh. luck. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, like. He had a crazy song called Say What that like just popped. But anyways, I ended up producing for him in like 2017 and, and I got really cool, still the homie to this day. And it's all love when I see him. I got to meet the actual owner of Diamond Lane and his name was Bird. And he would always bring us in with these meetings when we because I was mainly producing for Airplane James, which is their up-and-coming artist who's also popping up now and just going crazy. Just got off tour with Bino Rideau from okay. Bino and Blast, you know. Yeah. And um, we were working with him. Well, Bird came in the studio one day, and he literally said that he was like, "If y'all, I have the voice memo in my phone because I kept it that bitch on." I was like, "I know he's gonna say something right now." It was just one of them moments, and he was just like, "If you in this shit for the money, you ain't gonna make it. You ain't gonna last. Like, if y'all motherfuckers is in here to get some dollars." It will never work out for you. He was like, I fucking pay for it because he did. He paid for the studio. We were shitting in, making music in, mm -hmm. spilling shit, ashing on the floor on accident, yeah. purposely sometimes, ass shaking everywhere. Purposely, like, <laughs> bro, pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> pay the bills. And he's just like, but it ain't about that for me. Yeah. Like, it ain't. It's 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 about the music and the product that you put out at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So if y'all motherfuckers is in here to get some money go out and I bet you like he literally says I bet you I won't ever see you around ever again like and that was just real you know what I mean and I, like I, that stuck with me and also too being from like a higher you know what I mean like for him to say that and really mean it and then like 
now even now like I don't even see him as often because I'm doing my own thing yeah. but every time I see him it's always love and respect always always on 10 so it's, it's like funny that you say that my friend uh, one of my best friends Costello shout out that nigga he just had a situation at uh, where he works at he ran to the bar ran into these producers who happened to be working with TDE he didn't know that until oh, the end wow. of the conversation yeah he didn't know this till the end of the conversation and he told me bro they asked him what are you doing this music thing for? Dude's an athlete. Literally, he was top athlete, top football star when I was playing with him. I'll always give him that respect. And picked up on music through me. Because he always was, yeah, he was always into music and started making beats for me. We'd mess around, create something. He has production credits on 1701, the, the intro, yeah. And he met these dudes and they asked him, what are you doing this for? And he was like, honestly, I'm just doing it because I love the vibes. I want people to feel the vibe that I'm feeling. This guy looked at him and told him, hey, I'm going to work with you just because of that answer. I'm so wow. glad you didn't say you're in it for the money. Wow. Yeah, and it's just one of those things, like even with Next Page again, you know, that was the breaking point where I was like, if I chase the money, I'm never going to be happy even when I'm not doing music. Yeah. But if you're chasing the creative art of it and the process, not even chasing, you're just living that process, yeah. it hits a point where you're not even... Walk into the studio because you have to. You're not doing an interview because you have to. You're doing it because you get to. Yeah. You know, you're doing a shoot because you get to. You're you're going to these places because you get to. I'm like Alex was saying, bro. I literally I got fired from my job a month ago. Fuck Sheraton. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck Sheraton. But it put me in a position where I had to learn how to care about how to. Now I won't even say survive because that sounds negative. But I had to learn how to. Appreciate life for what it is. Yeah. How to have a couple dollars in your bank account and be like, I'm good. Yeah. The fact there's some dependent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Depending on this company, depending on this bank, depending on oh, I don't have hundred bucks in my bank account. Damn, I'm fucking depressed. No. Hell no. I have people here who love me, and I'm having this conversation experience. This is forever. This is going nowhere. And I think that's what music is more about, and that's what led me to meet Alex. Yeah. That abundance and me yeah. spending that time with myself to, to spend be able the to... block one time. Exactly, that's, that's what led. Us yeah. To get okay. Awesome. Um, so, last question for you guys. I'm talking like he's my wife or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fool! I love you or whatever. Don't make me crazy. Oh no! <laughs> what do you guys have like planned for 2022? We're like a few weeks away Man. from the new from the new year. year. Yes. Yeah. So what do you guys have planned coming up? If you got me started on this question, we'd go until tomorrow. <laughs> we <Real> have <laughs> a lot planned. Okay. You know, you, you start 2020 having all these big plans. Vision 2020 shit's supposed to be clear. Then Rona happens. Yeah. And shit falls through. Yeah. I had a plan to drop a project every quarter. Only drop two. But those two are still quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And it's teaching me to um, go into the next couple years. I won't even say my plans are for 2022 only. It's for the whole decade. And to be able to ride this thing out into into my growth and look at everything being like every every day is just me getting better. And so we have a lot planned. I won't. I, I, like, I literally can't talk about it. It's, put it to you like this. Put it to you like this. <laughs> look, we met and started doing this shit around July. And maybe August. It wasn't even the start of the year. It wasn't even like, yo, we went into from 2019 to 2020. 
or 2020 to 21 like yo we're gonna do this we're gonna do this show and later in this month and this like when Malik and, and Isaac and all they people came from Atlanta to LA and stayed in Inglewood for seven days with us and just created content that just that already and that's when he started coming around more he started coming to my other homie Josh who let us stay there like we linked up there made music together talked about everything yeah. and like that's where it fucking that's where it started like bubbling and shit so then it, and then only then was it like we finally you know what yeah let's do this show let's do this let's do that and then Malik and Isaac really kick started that that drive and me and Roy have just kept the fuel since and just kept going and now the ideas are endless the, the projects the songs like the music the content is literally endless and so to his to his point 2022 we got a lot we got music videos we got singles the EP a collaborative EP oh nice Don't, not gonna say when but, right. <laughs> but it is for sure gonna happen next year cause we that motherfucker Isaac just saw the motherfucking dopest cover art for me and this fool just at our at our best emo, and just who we are is all in that cover art and I wanna okay. save that for a special moment so I, that's definitely gonna come out so collaborative EP music videos more shows and uh, singles, hella singles. Expect hella singles and hella, hella videos for real. Nice. Well, I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to what you guys put out, and I hope y'all come to Atlanta again because, like, this was. I've been to a lot of shows this year, and just a lot of shows in general, festivals and stuff. Your energy was so like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. My favorite. That. Like I. Oh my god, I want to see y'all perform again. Y'all have to come back here. Oh, you got to come to LA. Sure come oh, I've been to LA. My best friend lives there. So I'm back like, here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for sure with Atlanta, this is not the first. Oh, yeah. this is the first, but well, it is not, not the, the last. last. Okay. Man, we will be here. Good. We got family here now, too. Yes. That's 87 family. Isaac, Lee. That's my, that's my boy. So they, they stay out here. We definitely will be back. And it was, it was love today. I can't even lie. It was love. Shout out to And Brent you too. coming out. I eat like Chelsea. You coming out to. Yeah, oh God. Come on now. Oh, stop. Okay. Y'all, <laughs> stop. No. Y'all made the music that attracted people. So, like, hey, I, why would I not? Yeah. And getting the chance to, to talk with you and get to know you more. Like, yeah, this, this is really dope. We really appreciate it. For real. For real. The Thanks, reciprocation guys. of the love. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, is there anything else that y'all want to say? Anything you want to plug or shout out? Anything don't, at all? Don't do that to me, man. Don't point at me, dog. You go first. Huh? Oh, God. All right, listen. <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously, though. Uh, God bless this journey. Like, that's all I got to say. Um, I come from a real spiritual family. Not religious, spiritual. And... Forefront of everything is just being able to say that we couldn't have done this without the homie God, and you know we're all we're, this journey's not going to be perfect, and neither is anybody's journey. That's mm-hmm. that's my favorite part of this whole thing. No one's journey's going to be perfect. The phone, the social media, the pictures, the songs—it's going to look and sound perfect, but realistically, none of this shit's going to be perfect. Yeah. So I think everybody needs to stick to that and take it to the moon and go about life. Stop taking it too seriously. Yeah. Stop taking it too seriously. Because as much as it is something that is real life, you're just going to have to go through the motions and figure out what it is. And that's what we're doing. And you never know who you're going to impact. So just be be the best self that you can. Yeah. 
That's all I gotta say. Shout out my boys in the back dropping my fucking film cameraman. <laughs> Damn it. No, but look, my last thing I gotta, I gotta say is just, you know, shout out to the people that, you know, support my music and my vision and Roy's music and Roy's vision. It's not done without y'all. We have a lot coming for the fans and a lot in store, like I said, content wise. And, uh, Definitely going to a lot other places, other states, and we would definitely be just keeping our heads. Detroit, what's up? Detail. No. Detroit, what's up? <laughs> and uh, and then yeah. Also, we got a I Hate Mondays every Monday at six p.m. Oh, I about that. We're gonna be. I'm gonna be dropping every Monday at six p.m. Okay. Uh, a series gonna be called I Hate Mondays, and it's basically just gonna be every Monday. I'm gonna give you guys, you know, everybody that's watching, listening. I'm gonna give y'all insight. BTS all my life and you nice. know with the music and shit studio session shows recaps basically recaps every yeah. Monday I hate Mondays I hate you Alex so nice. be ready and love y'all for real anybody listening or uh, reading or watching <laughs> uh, well thank you guys so much for doing this and thank you. Thank you. Yeah. thanks to everyone who is listening Thank you for listening to this episode of Time Out, and be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to follow us at SwaggerRS on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.